This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. The chairman of the U.S. House Committee investigating the breach of the Capitol on January 6th and the causes behind it said that Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger was a crucial witness. Representative Benny Thompson, a Mississippi Democrat, spoke for the first time publicly about the closed-door hearing that was held two weeks ago. During the meeting, Raffensperger talked about the phone call he received from then-President Donald Trump, who told him to find the votes to overturn Joe Biden's general election victory in Georgia. Thompson said that Raffensperger spoke about his efforts to defend the integrity of the state's election system, despite claims from Trump and his allies that the election had been stolen, which was based on falsehoods and misinformation that were all debunked when audits and recounts confirmed Biden's win. Meanwhile, probate judges must approve weapons carry licenses, even when they have incomplete information about an applicant's criminal history. That's what the Georgia Supreme Court has ruled. In a unanimous decision issued Tuesday, the state high court overturned a DeKalb County probate judge's denial of a carry license on grounds an applicant's criminal background report failed to show the outcome of an arrest that could have resulted in a disqualifying conviction. In other news, a coalition of business and health groups Wednesday announced the Midtown location for a new global health district aimed at taking advantage of the region's research muscle and vaulting Atlanta to the top of life science innovation. What the Center for Global Health Innovation would not reveal is the amount of funding behind the plan or the names of prominent backers and tenants. The center has signed 17-year leases for 200,000 square feet of space in the 47-story tower once used as offices for AT&T. In the annex to the building, officials said, a location meant to provide a central place for collaboration by public sector, private sector, and community organizations. And students and staff in the DeKalb County School District must continue to wear masks indoors and on buses after the winter break. That's what the district announced Wednesday. The decision was also made in consult with a medical advisory committee and in accordance to guidance from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Masks have been required in the district since schools reopened in January of this year, save for one month this summer when the mandate was relaxed and then reinforced. Spoken Layer